Welcome back to another episode of Friends the Filter. Eh? Oh, filter. No, 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 no. We can leave it. I can, I'll cut it. Don't worry. Is it locked? Yes, locked. Confirm. Okay. Welcome back to another episode of Friends on Filter, the podcast. I'm your host, Bill. And um, if you haven't listened to parenting, like, you're really missing out because that episode was a lot of things. So do well to listen before you proceed. Today we have beautiful guests. Okay, I mean, a handsome one too, in case, just in case. <laughs> and um, these are very special people, though. Not just special; they are powerful people too. They are holding, they are holding this institution down. So, um, I think we'll start with the introductions. Okay, so Timmy, over to you. You literally just. Oh my, my God! Name. Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay. <laughs> Well, hello everybody that listens to Friends of Utah. My name is Tammy. Okay. Give us something. Um, what now? I'm a girl. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice visual. Okay. I'm a girl. So you can't see me. I'm a girl. Hello. Hi everyone. My name is Bossman Oroluwa. Um. I don't know what to say. I'm just even me. I'm the law student. Is okay. that fine? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Hello, everyone. My name is Olamide Ulimiwa, and I'm a public health student. Okay. Well, she's the vice president of Babco. Yes. Ah, so okay. Hi, everyone. My name is Ademi Joshua. Um, I'm also known as a popular. popular oh, nice. Popularly known as always. I'm a boy. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, studying agricultural economics. Nobody believes that, but okay. okay, since I didn't say I'm a public health student, so I found out that's course as well. Yes, yes. 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 That's that's public health student. Okay, so um, the last episode was more like a dialogue. I just had one guest. Mm-hmm. I was Miss Ido, and um, now we're back to normal. This is not normal. I don't think I've even had this many. Anyways, we're open to flexibility. And today we'll be talking on self-discovery. So yes, the topic is really broad, mm-hmm. but I think we have enough minds to do it justice today. Yeah, amen. 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 Okay. And then also, I wanted to do this, um, not to start on like a very what you called sad note, but we lost the student. Yeah. So like rest in peace, Raman. He was mm. like my campaign manager. So, mm-hmm. uh-huh. so it was really dear to me. <sighs> no, we'll, in between we'll give you like like moment of silence just to honor your passing. So mm-hmm. just keep resting in the Lord and uh, my condolences to your friends and family. Mm-hmm. Okay. So all white. What is your favorite color? White. <laughs> okay, I guess I had that coming. Are <laughs> <laughs> they your favorite music genre? Hmm, <laughs> that's tough because I listen to Street. all. I listen to. <laughs> I listen to all genres, so I, I don't know. I think I'm more of an alte person. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Really alte. Yeah. Really. I I, I will not. I'm never have sung somebody like that. Right. I'm not yeah. actually lying. I have more playlists on Ultimate songs. It's fine. It's fine. Sorry, she's <laughs> like, are you dance to save your life? Yes, yeah, I can. So if you like put on the sports, if you're put on the sports and you like dance, yeah. which dance move will you do that will not shame you? 
I got it right. Which one? I have a video of you, Okay, yes, I'm not Bob Risky dance. Oh, yeah, that one. Oh, okay. And Timmy, what game will you consider yourself undefeated in? Or like, you know that uh, you can raise your shoulder when it's, when it's this game. I'm not a game person, though. I'm a wrong question, wrong guess question. I think you're a sports committee. Uh, She's even what the about to do Oh, bro. Stop it! <laughs> no, yes, I am. But well, if we didn't stay that earlier, we're all Busa official. Yes, yes, sir. Yes. So okay, no game. No, I, I don't. I don't do games. Okay, Please. for me, I'll say word games like Scrabble, anagrams, anything mm-hmm. words. I think I can raise my shoulder. Small. Mm-hmm. I think I can do word games if games on iMessage counts. I don't know. Yeah, anything, anything. Oh yeah, okay, word games. Okay, okay on the same boat. Like these questions are random, but yeah. like I think they all still have to do with Our your journey on yeah. um, your self discovery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, well, when you talk about things like, <coughs> excuse me, what brings you joy? Mm-hmm. You know, um, what motivates you to get up every day and do the things you not necessarily love to do, but like you can see the the end goal, the end of the race. So like those type of questions are. Much deeper, but I'm not going to ask you guys because you may not have your answers oh, you right now. You can, you I can. can, yeah, sure. Okay, just that we read. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm training to everyone. Thanks. What brings you joy? Okay, I'll start. Okay, so, um, basically, for the longest time, I've been someone that I'm from a family of people like like a legacy, they say, where everyone has a name and everything, and I just basically want to make my own name. So that's why I go for anything I can possibly go for where I can stand out just by myself. And also I want to be like freaking really stupid rich. Like I want to make a lot of money mm-hmm. get. And I've always had this um belief that I can be this independent awesome man. So those are things that drive me every day. I mean I'm not a morning person, I hate waking up in the morning. But then I have to do things to work towards that goal. So basically that's it. Any other person wants to share? Well what's the question again? What brings you joy? What motivates you to get up, go to class? Like just as long as you can see the end, the end goal. Can, can I go? Yeah, yeah sure. Why are you saying thank you? What What makes me wake up to go for classes? Yeah, you can. You can answer that specifically. It, it's my father's money <laughs> because it was no wait. I actually feel sorry for that man. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. he's spending a lot of money, and sometimes I'm like. I mean, I'm so happy to tell him now that I'm a final year student. I'm looking at him like, this time next year, you'll be doing this anymore. Mm-hmm. 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 It's my father's money. Yeah. <laughs> the man is spending his money on me, so I don't know. It's exactly. a good drive. Yeah. It's good enough. Yeah. So he doesn't want mm-hmm. something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For me, okay, sorry, sorry. For me, it's also my dad. I don't think I say this to everyone. I'm the only child. This must not pass it. No, me, I know. But they okay, this podcast you is going podcast. to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I'm like the only child, but I have an elder sister. Yeah. I don't, you get me. I get mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I'm a girl. I'm not a boy. Yes, I'm not boy. And <laughs> our family name, Bossman, is like going to end because most of the grandchildren are girls. Oh. So there'll be no Bossman again. So, so yes. Yeah, Every morning, I'm always like, I have to make this man proud. Mm-hmm. I don't want him to regret anything. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes I'm not. So, like, I'm trying to be a boy for him. I don't know if you get me. I, I yeah, do, we get I you, do. we get mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's my drive. Oh, no, I that's, that's, that's so cool. It, it actually really is. That's very, very cool, actually. And yeah. it's also really sad because Bossman is such a pretty name. Do you freaking get? <laughs> 
Well, you can't hide from me when you get married. Obviously. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, obviously. That's, that's, that's dope. So, yeah, um, me. I feel like it's just a lot of, like, you know when you, like, I think it happens to everybody when you're growing up by your parents, like, when you're going to be great and stuff like that. I feel like um, they are saying it and they believe it. Mm-hmm. So since they already believe it, now it's left to me to make sure that it actually happens. So, yeah. so I'm just like, like every time when I'm doing something, I remember that my father once told me that. You are going to be great. So I need to like keep pushing, keep pushing. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. That's yeah. Who would have thought it? And like manifest, manifestation really works. Yeah, yeah. Like you need to speak into your life as, yeah. as much as you can. Yeah, because you, it always works. Because if the world speaks to you, they'll take you down. So you need to, True. if anyone is not building you up, do it yourself. Mm-hmm. So self discovery is a process of understanding your true self. Your, yeah. your values, your needs, your wants, and um, even what food you like, things you don't like, mm-hmm. things that uh, you will not take as a person, like you have your, your principles, like things you will not double down for anyone on. So like all these things, still part of your journey. And um, naturally you would have learned some things along the way that, okay, it might be an allergy for instance, you know that, if I take this, I feel this way, yeah. even if it's not medically, like, <clears throat> We just know that, okay, if I take this, I don't like how I feel after. So I guess those little things all sum up to your journey. And it's like a whole cycle because for most people, they're on this journey all their life. Because um, I think the highest level of self-discovery is self-actualization. And like, safe to say very few people reach that level before they pass on. Because everyone is like... I mean, I don't. There's no back. There's no statistics. But like, averagely, when, when when people die at that point where they are hustling, you know, yeah. where they are trying to make a name for themselves. Mm-hmm. So like, to be at that self-actualization where you're seeing every like all white said, like everything Come your dad was saying, you can you can see it's like I you're mean, you're mm-hmm. comfortable. You're not striving to do better because you feel that you're at your best. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think um, the journey starts from self-discovery, obviously, and then you have in between, you have self-development, which we'll talk about later, self-mastery, and all that. So, anything to say so far? Anything to pitch in, footnotes? Not for me. Well, okay, I have something to say. Okay. I personally feel that, like you said, self-discovery never really ends. Okay. You know, it's just like, it never ends. You know, even when you've gotten to that place, you're satisfied. It's like, what's next? Mm-hmm. That's what people always think. So I feel um, what we just have to do is get to that point in our lives where we realize this is who I am, like you said, um, these are my beliefs, this is what drives me, this is what makes me me, this is what makes me unique, what I'm knowledgeable in. Because I mean, up until my grandma died, she has achieved everything she wanted to do. She had her grandchildren and everything, but it was still like she was discovering new things about herself. So it just never ends. Mm-hmm. It's a process. Exactly. Lifelong process. Yeah, so you're learning. Exactly, every day. And I think youths put so much pressure on themselves mm-hmm. on like how much they've achieved at a certain age. And like <clears throat> things like Forbes under 30, that thing gives so much anxiety because I don't know about anyone, but someone like me, I've been looking forward to that. Like, I must make that list, you know? And like, it's not, it's not bad to have, <laughs> it's not bad to have big dreams, but like sometimes just look at what you've actually done like appreciate yourself you've actually done certain yeah. things and if you feel that 
um, or you've not done anything, then work towards doing something. Yeah. Don't just be sorry for yourself because you're just delaying your journey. Mm -hmm. So, um, self development. You learn new things. You're building yourself. You're investing in yourself, like sometimes spend money to actually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So for me, yeah, people ask me, oh, why did I join Dusa? I would just put my dad wrong. My dad, because I'm a girl, yeah, it feels like, oh, I can't handle stress, I can't work under pressure mm -hmm. and everything. So I just put me wrong that, sir, being a girl, and it, I'm not saying that, oh, you underestimate me and all that, but mm -hmm. like, he doesn't like stressing me, he just wants me to be like comfortable. I'm not saying that, oh, if you give me this, I can actually prove you wrong and then mm -hmm. like what's mm -hmm. it called? What's the word? Like do more than mm -hmm. your expectations, you mm -hmm. get me? Yeah. yeah. So that was why I joined Christian for me. I don't know, Shabo, for me, I think that that is something that proving someone wrong cannot be no offense. Mm -hmm. But like proving someone wrong cannot be something that I would, I would want to drive me because been in the past but like i wouldn't like that to be like a constant answer because, because mm -hmm. you can you can do do your thing i'll do mine eventually i'll prove you wrong but not because consciously i wanted to prove you wrong mm -hmm. okay but supporting her okay. supporting bossman i feel it's a starting point i remember when i was in um i think i was in grade five right and then they were doing this thing where you run for a post but i think it's grade four so you run for a post right and then that time i wanted to be the assistant head girl mm -hmm. and then i got into the um screening place and then she was like where they even give the form not even screening room she was like what do you want to run for i was like assistant head girl and she was like you because i've always been small i've always been the smallest out of everybody mm -hmm. all my life oh really she was like yes so she was like small. she was like you you want to run for assistant head girl and i was like okay no i want to run for the chaplain you understand like mm -hmm. the chapel prefect she was like you don't know what you want to do with your life just leave my office and see something like that someone that's like you eight or seven you. years old that that's thing wrong. it's what um has been driving me for a very long time mm -hmm. made me want to, i came to when i was in secondary school i became social prefect half of my life i've always been the class prefect i came to babcock I said, I'm going to be the leader of all my groups. Anything mm -hmm. I do, I must be the leader. Mm -hmm. I became a senator, the horror. I came, I'm now the vice president, you get. Mm -hmm. So it's like, everything, that was a starting point. But then at some point, it wasn't like I was doing it for high name. I was doing it for myself. For myself, for mm -hmm. my name. But that was a driving point. So I think sometimes when people, you know, judge you and everything, can push you. Okay, true, true. And I think what pushed me to actually discover myself was, um... You know, I have another sister, yeah, and she's the opposite of me. You know the way Esau and Jacob were different in the Bible? Mm -hmm. That's how my sister and I were. But in this, in the area I grew up in, in society, people always expect you to look like your older sibling. So it got to a point, each time I do something at home or around somewhere, somebody's always like, but your sister was never like this. Why can't you be like your sister? Why can't you? And it got to a point when my sister heard somebody say, "Why can't you be like my sister?" She said, "No, don't let her be like me. She has to be herself. You cannot expect Timmy to be me because we are two different people." And it actually took my mom a while to realize that, yeah, they are girls. Yeah, you give birth to them, but they're not the same thing. Mm -hmm. So even when people used to do all that stuff, I used to like push myself. I have to show everyone that this is not me. I have to show people who I really am because mm -hmm. if you continue to box me to my sister's image for the rest of my life I'll always strive okay, to be I'm my sister and it will never work for me. Mm -hmm.
it's never worked for me. Mm-hmm. Another thing, and I won't, I won't get too much into it since I think we already spoke on parents in the previous episode. Yeah. But like parents need to like really learn. I know my target audience is like we like our age group and stuff, but I really hope that our particular yeah, we'll episode. Parents one day, so. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I just can't but like still, I wanted some people to be ballsy enough to actually send that episode to their parents because they need to educate themselves, like unlearn certain things and like learn. We learn, mm-hmm. yeah. So like, okay. Okay, we're listening. Oh, I talk now. We want to hear your voice now. You just want to hear your voice. I feel like um, the thing with our parents is they're coming from a very different background, mm-hmm. a very different generation. Do you get? So, um, until you are able to actually break free from, or until you are able to convince them mm-hmm. that, okay, the way you think now is far different from our. Things are, you will not be able to achieve some things. Because uh-huh. for instance, when I was in like secondary school, there were some things that used to happen. Because I went to military school, and then maybe one day we we have this argument at home, and my mom started comparing me with people that went to like normal, like my cousins for instance, probably went like all those ones that went to like normal British schools and stuff. And then I'm like, bro, you took me a different school entirely, and my idea is very different from theirs. Mm-hmm. So it's just like in our generation now, yeah. You can't compare we that attend Babco to people that attend some other schools. Yes. So, the way we are growing up and the way they grew up, that's our parents now. Mm-hmm. It's far different. Yeah. So if you want to like, I put it, if you want to convince them, or you want to let them see you from another perspective. You don't have to go. There's a way you should do it. Yeah. You shouldn't be so forcefully. Cause, you know when you said you were trying to prove your dad wrong. Now, for instance, if my dad comes to me to tell me, oh, you can't do this thing, and I sit him down and I'm like, oh, I actually did this some time ago. I did this. I feel like it will support me. Uh-huh. You get. So if you are discovering yourself or you are trying to achieve something. Sometimes you don't go with that mindset of, oh, I want to, like, as if you are going to, as if you have a beef with somebody, mm-hmm. you get, you don't have a beef with your parents yeah. or stuff like that. It's something that you guys can come together and talk yeah. about because just like their background is different. What they know is different from what you know. Mm-hmm. So I feel like talk to them. Well, I also feel that that excuse has been going on for the longest time and like we need to find something different to say. Yes. And even we find ourselves now defending them like different yeah. times. But I mean, yeah. come on. Mm-hmm. If let's, we, might as well just, we might as well just start acting like Adam because if you want to start blaming things on parents, we, we, need, to, we need to grow up. Yeah, sure. That is just it. Like, things are not the same. The same way they'll blame or they'll ascribe certain things to... Um, economic wahala, like times are changing, so like change with time. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like the goal is to see your children be their best. Mm-hmm. So your methods have to change your approach. If you're doing the same thing, you can't expect a different result. So if something is not working and your excuses, but in my example, but no, I don't want to get it because we're like really, yeah. really like bashed that in that, <laughs> in that episode. And I, like I said, we're going to have like a rerun because that one it was just me and Mrs. Idowo, like one party representing the parents and one party representing children. So like sometime soon we'll have we were just the kids like 
but like they would have to have listened to that one so yeah. that we, exactly so if you want to say something okay um like you said uh, this old this the way you said oh times are changing and stuff i just wanted to say something about oh like communication mm-hmm. honestly communication is very good and it helps to solve a lot of issues yeah that's first so i feel like it's still the same thing i was saying about oh you don't need to like go to them with this whole fighting ginger do you get mm-hmm. sometimes just talk it out do you get sometimes just just talk it out yeah. with your parents it might turn out to be very good and oh see me I'm, personally mm-hmm. no matter how bad your parents are i feel like you need them in this life yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. i feel like i feel like at every point where they get you angry eh? mm-hmm. if you guys can talk it out it's going to be for your own because i noticed something when i was growing up see i've asked my pops a lot eh? i've run away from my, fa- from my father's house three times i'm not even i'm saying because i we're even laughing about it over recently like when i went to because they used to frustrate my life guy and I, and I always had like every reason because me i went to middle school i was ready, my heart was already strong. strong i was wicked this is just this this me I see now in B is like the very very but it's still there by what you that stuff. So like there are some things that we wanted me to do then. I saw them as very, very bad things. Like I saw them as oh yeah, not even for my life. Because everybody knows I act. And my dad wanted me to finish school by force before I act. Like he wanted me to finish. All this period. I was running away from home. I was looking for auditions. I was all those kind of things. But like as time went on, after we had discussions and stuff, I realized that it was actually for my own good. But his mood of communicating it to me as at that point in time was not like the best way. Because yeah. obviously my my thinking and his thinking are very, very different. Mm-hmm. So I feel like sometimes when you communicate, yeah. it solves a lot. Yeah. Just before you say something like that, I just want to clearly point out that Oh wait, it is very obvious you haven't listened to that parents in episode. Yeah, yeah, very yeah I'm obvious. actually not listening to it. But don't worry, all is forgiven. At least now you're in this one side. I'm sure you push for this one. So I hope you were going to say something. Never mind, never mind. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. So I think um we started with self development, like in the whole cycle, and we've um established that this period is where you're putting money into yourself, like your. If it's a course you're taking, mm-hmm, you're learning how to draw, you're learning how to, you're just figuring things out like, okay, you try this, it doesn't work out. Because you have time, as much as people put it in your face, like, you, don't, you actually have time if you use it well, everyone mm-hmm. has time. So like, if you try something out and it doesn't work out, you try something else, you know? Don't keep, yeah, don't, don't have that mindset that I'm not working hard enough, that's why this, sometimes you actually just need to change. And like it, it can be your scenario, like change your scenery, like leave where you are, go somewhere else. Just keep exploring till you find something that works for you. So and then there's self-mastery. And um this part is like you know the things you've now acquired certain skills. Mm-hmm. You have like a handful of things you can do for yourself. Now how are you going to um use this how are you going to utilize them to like get to where you want to be? I think during our symposium I've forgotten the person that spoke, but it said something that talents will take you to the top, but discipline will yeah, keep I think you there. The first person that spoke. Yeah, I think it was yeah. him. Yeah. Was the first so, 
that is basically what self mastery is all about. Mm -hmm. Like your your ability to have like a discerning spirit, like you mm -hmm. know what's right from wrong. Mm -hmm. To have um self discipline, you know how to make decisions. <laughs> no, like you said, it's a life. It's, 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 it's a life journey, basically. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and it gets easier because you know where you're heading now. Like, um, you've trained yourself to think, to think. Sorry, you've trained yourself to think certain ways or to think a certain way. Yeah. And that would help you make decisions easier because if you know that this is where you're heading or this is what works for you, if you have um, to table down between this and this, you know where this one is going to lead and like which one is getting you closer to where you want to be. Mm -hmm. So that is what self-mastery is and discipline, emphasis on discipline. Discipline is very important mm -hmm. because, um, for, let me, for instance now, on this my self-discovery journey in quotes, I know that... Um, I'm doing so many. I have so many things going on for myself at this point in my life, which is very encouraging. But like, there's some habits that I need to develop, and some that I need to like get rid of. Mm -hmm. And something I strive for is like a, a healthier lifestyle. And the only way I'll get there is with discipline. True. Because there, there are cravings, there, <laughs> there's distraction, you know. And if I keep indulging all these things, you there's no way I'm going to get to where I want yeah. to be. Mm -hmm. So discipline is very important, so... Mm -hmm. Did you have something to say? Because I know you're craving chocolate <laughs> now. <laughs> no. no, she has a very bad speaking on, ah, Speaking on discipline, yeah, when it comes to food, I'm not disciplined at all. Mm. Mm -mm. It might not be a bother for you, but like me, I know that. It is, it, it is. is, but like, I can't help it. Mom mm -hmm. is cooking. See, I can cook and I can cook very well, but mm -hmm. I don't like to cook, mm -hmm. so I starve. Wow. And then, like, I don't know with eating too. Like, you guys are talking about eating, like, you guys eat food. Like, I used to be like a foodie before, mm -hmm. like, I eat anything and everything in my path. Now it's so bad. Like, today I haven't even eaten anything, I'm surviving on the messes of God. <laughs> Do you get so the things that everybody has to like because I need to remind myself. I have a post that requires a lot of energy. Mm -hmm. I have to walk around, I have to talk to people. If I don't eat, I'll crash and I'll burn. Yeah. And I can't be the best, do you understand? So I, there are different things I have to discipline. Like, I'm not a morning person, but I'm trying. I'm honestly, honestly trying. Like, see, I love sleep more than anything in this life. Do you get it? Yeah. So stuff like that. It's like, you get those kind of things. Like, you just have to discipline, like you said, discipline yourself if you actually want to stay at the top. Yeah, speaking on discipline again, yeah. I just discovered that I don't know. I I feel like I'm a very playful person. Mm -hmm. So like that my playful energy, I give it to like everybody hmm. I see. So somebody not told me that guy, this thing that you're doing, it's not really good for you. And I was just thinking that actually, cause it. It leaves me open for sea finish. I guess mm -hmm. I, word, you understand. Word. Yeah, it leaves me open for sea finish, and I've been hearing something, and I'm like, okay, okay. So I think I'm going to like work on that. Okay, sorry, I just want yeah, to say what you said. You know, it's like it's not a problem. Like that's one of the things that made me like you. But you just need to draw the line when to do this and when yeah. to do this. Like. One thing about me is I don't mix work with pleasure at all. You see me, I'm nice to everyone, I speak to everyone, I smile with everyone. When it comes to work, you cannot, you know, when it comes to work, I play. Like, you should see me in the girls' hostel, do you understand? Everyone, all the senators are my friends, do you get? But then when it comes to work, in my committee, my roommates, 
is my committee member she knows when it comes to work we don't play so your character is not bad you just need to know when to behave she knows when it comes to work and when to behave this morning besides when to know who to draw the line like, exactly exactly yeah. that's I think one area I actually learned to discipline myself is in my relationships with people. I used to be, I used to be like you, you know, giving all my energy to everybody and doing all that. But now, when you see me talk to people, you you can know the kind of relationship I have with the person. If the person is just somebody I have to talk to because I'm a senator, or a cosmet, or a friend. And a really close friend. There's a difference in the way I interact with everybody. And I feel like because I I learned and I've disciplined myself to know that because I have to talk to somebody doesn't mean I have to give them all my um, energy. energy and everything that I am at the same time. There are some people that can't bear it. And yeah, that's... Yeah. I think it all just boils down to setting boundaries. Mm. I think everything you just said now just boils down to certain boundaries. So, but I mean, like, like we said about self-discovery, the process. Mm-hmm. So, with time, you obviously know who you are setting boundaries with, the mm-hmm. kind of boundaries you are setting, and stuff like that. So, but like talking that they said is still. Is it back on? No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you said stuff that I said. You know? yeah. So as the things I said, like I can relate to that. Very few people have the guts to actually walk up to me and like say things like um, I'm always smiling. Like my energy is all over the place. I'm actually when um the people that talk to me about it, it's not like they're trying to tell me to like tame it down. Mm-hmm. It's more like compliment that they like my aura. Yeah. But like other times, I actually get people that will be like. <coughs> Um, your aura is so this and like it has it has some femininity in it and like don't you want to get a babe and like what what if people are thinking you're gay and like all this like really like people really go all the way mm-hmm. and I'm like is the people, no it's not that that is not even it it's not it's not like it's not it's not my fault or anything like clearly it's not my fault it's my person I'm still and I'm liking this person it's not like I don't plan to change this for anyone but like. Sometimes you just need to know when to be all of you. Yeah. Not like exactly limit yourself, but sometimes you actually need to withhold some parts of yourself so that you can yeah. move forward. You mm-hmm. know, so that when you're now where you want to be, you cannot be like comfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, anyways, this self mastery, self discovery, this journey—it's not easy. So don't just don't beat yourself up where you like. You look back or like you hear certain because people will talk. Oh, people always talk. They Everyone talk. always has something to, to say. say. Something mm-hmm. to say and so, nothing to offer. But <laughs> so like after self mastery, that's when you can actually now get into self actualization. Mm-hmm. You know, and like it's the highest level of psychological development. Is it's where you're you're proud of yourself. You can be proud of yourself at any stage. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. You can. You can be happy at any level you are in your self discovery, but like self actualization is where you're proud of yourself, people are proud of you, like yeah. everyone is seeing that things are like just going into place. And like, is your dream space, is your it's your goal, like the things you saw for yourself? Yes, about about this um, self realization, right? Actualization. Actualization, sorry, I'm this is like, sorry. I remember in secondary school. 
I wasn't a shy person, but I just used to be someone that was always like pushed to the back that oh you don't matter and everything. I think that was also that was also one of my drive. I was like, you know what? I'm going to make sure my name stands out. I'm going to make sure my name stands out in everything I do. So like looking back I'm like, oh I'm so proud of where I am right mm -hmm. now. And um, the thing is, bullies or people that were bullied, it's a very good drive. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And like a lot of people have that story. Like when they're talking about story of their life, they're like, I was bullied as a kid, and like that made me. It's a very, it's a healthy drive, I would yeah. say. Oh, um, speaking of self, what did you call actualization? Actualization. I think it started for me also in secondary school. You know, I mentioned that people at home expected me to be like my sister. Mm -hmm. But then when I got to school too, you know, girls will always be girls. And there's a way girls behave. Mm -hmm. I found it very unattractive. You know, girls that love to wear makeup, wear tight dresses. And I find all of that really uncomfortable. I like being in my own skin. I mean, look at what I'm wearing. Mm -hmm. I don't care at all. And because I wanted to fit in the um, image of being a girl so bad, I started to hang around girls that did a lot of nasty stuff mm -hmm. on the name of sisterhood and sisterhood and i saw myself altering altering my person mm -hmm. because of that like i was dying to look like oh this is how she walks so let me walk like this too oh this is how this person does this so let me do this too mm -hmm. but then i think it changed for me in mostly 2020 when the lockdown was on and nobody could go anywhere mm -hmm. i started to see myself and i started to discover so much of myself when people see me they usually say i'm boyish i mean you know certain president said, said i should not get extra piercings because it will make me look so much of a girl <laughs> and <laughs> i used to be bothered because my mom always said i'm not a boy so there's no reason why I should be um, doing things that look semi-boyish and stuff. Mm -hmm. Until I read Jackie Hill Perry's book, Gay Girl, Good God. Do you guys know Jackie Hill Perry? Mm -hmm. oh, uh, she was gay before, now she's straight after she found God and all that stuff. When somebody gave me the book at first, I'm like, I'm boyish doesn't mean I'm gay. Why are you giving me gay girl, good God? I don't, I don't, I'm not interested in this book. I mean, it doesn't concern me in any way. But then one day eventually I read it and I realized why she actually gave me the book. It was because somewhere at the later parts of the book, she mentioned that yes, although I am no longer gay, I mean I have a husband, I have kids, I still will not wear dresses because a girl is supposed to wear dresses. Mm -hmm. If you see Jackie Perry, she sounds like a man, she and her husband dress the same. But she will tell you, I'm still a woman. In fact, one of the things that made her recognize herself as gay was because people said, oh, because you don't like dresses, then you have to be gay. Mm -hmm. Because you don't like this, because you're boyish, then you are one. But then, and I realized that I do not like all that stuff, the girlish stuff. Yeah. It just makes me who I am. Mm -hmm. That's just me. Yeah. My preference is okay. I mean, it's a free world. Everybody mm -hmm. has their own selections. Mm -hmm. I don't have to fit into a picture for me to recognize as something. So yeah, that's really opened my eyes and really my eyes. Okay, and like what she said, like I picked so many things, but the first one that stuck out for me, like the society doesn't have an idea on how much they actually push the sexuality thing on people. Because I know a couple of my friends that 
they've indulged this exploration like they want to figure out because people are like you're to this you're to this so you're that means you have to that means you're gay so they're like many people are saying this let me let me even see like is it you understand and like they try these things and then another thing is said i'm trying to remember i wish i wrote it down um i said something else i really stuck is it Timmy? yeah Timmy. Anyways, it's not. I don't remember. I don't remember. Um, to like buttress what Timmy said. You know, like there's this expectation that people are supposed to dress a certain way or be a certain kind of way. I'll come from different angles. So the first one is in terms of dressing. Like before I came to Bangkok, I never owned skirts. Like I was never attracted to skirts. I'm not that kind of girl. I like trousers, jeans, sweatpants, and all of that. But then also with this new generation of Ashewo dresses and all these things, like maybe I'm going out with my friends, you understand, and then they're dressing some kind of way. And I'm like, should I like indulge? And I'm like, I'm not that kind of person. Mm-hmm. I don't like too much skin showing. Yeah. I'm the kind of person that wear a full turtleneck covering here down mm-hmm. to my sleeves. That's what makes me comfortable. If I yeah. if there's too much skin, like I don't know. Yeah, you remember what I wore for the Busa dinner? <laughs> remember what I wore for the Busa dinner? I was like, yeah. yeah. I felt very you saw I kept putting yeah, the, yeah, I kept putting the shawl. People were like, take it off, and I was like, mm-hmm. like my back is showing, my mm-hmm. arms are showing, so that kind of thing. And they're like, no, you can't go anywhere. Like maybe if I want to patronize some girls in school, they're like, sorry, I only sell Ashewood. Like they already know. Mm-hmm. They're like, I only sell Ashewood dress, yeah. and I'm like, oh, I have to go and look for what I wear. Do you get this Isn't kind of thing? That those dresses shouldn't be called Ashewood dresses, in my opinion. I don't yes. want to get into how much females want... actually sexualize themselves. It's like. I don't know, but let's it's, like it's not that dress. females sexualize themselves. I think it's just the kind of society we grew up in, and it comes from the generation of our parents. Mm-hmm. Like my mom would never let me get a tattoo because tattoos in their days is what cultists used to identify themselves. Mm-hmm. You can never wear an anklet because in their days a prostitute exactly. wore an anklet, and that's the way they recognize themselves. Even piercing, exactly, yeah, all of that stuff. So I feel like when they do all of that, you're wearing an anklet. I mean, I love jewelry, and that's the only reason why I love anklets. I love that I I can I have like twenty seven or thirty rings right now that I put on, and when my mom sees me wearing so much rings, um, not not even my mom, my dad, he looks at me with this look of disgust. Like, dude, you're not a bad girl. What's the meaning of this? But I'm not a bad girl because I love to wear jewelry. So I think it comes from their generation and it comes it reflects on our generation because of the way we grew up and i feel like we should actually change their mindset and we should change there's a lot of stereotypes i grew up on like if you're wearing a short skirt in my mother's presence she'll tell you you're naked Mm -hmm. and i have now started to consciously block my ears away from that somebody doesn't like to wear long clothes doesn't mean the person is a bad person Mm -hmm. i mean i love to wear shorts i told my mom when you travel and you want to buy me clothes just buy me shorts. I'll love you. Just buy me shorts. I make sure they're shorts. Shorts. Mm-hmm. You understand me? So I think at some point we actually mm-hmm. have to sit down and insist. It got even the ring. I remember. You remember now? Yeah. Even the ring issue. It took a. It took a while for my parents to actually realize that it was my kind of person. Mm-hmm. Because when I started wearing rings at first, my dad was like, "With the way you are going, you're going to come home one day." Pregnant, and you know who is responsible for your pregnancy. Parents, you know. But then, at some point, I just didn't stop wearing the rings. So now they are so used to. Oh, Timmy, okay. What did you buy at the market? I bought rings. How many sets? Two. Let me see them. Oh, this is nice. 
Well done. That's all. Yeah. I hope you didn't buy it with my money. No, it was my money. And then they never have any problem with mm-hmm. it. Yeah, so at the end of the day, I think it's from their generation to ours. And we have to make a conscious decision of re- we um we um of reorienting ourselves yeah. yes that's where we have to change our orientation mm-hmm. so it's not necessarily that we sexualize ourselves it's what we have learned from um, yeah okay so i didn't finish okay. before sorry for interrupting no, it's okay so um what i wanted to go to is also the fact of like it's a big part of self-discovery like wanting to pick bits and pieces of other people Mm-hmm. Like you said, that bullying thing, I've been bullied. One bullying that when I was in primary school. <laughs> eh, uh, this, the, I said that this is my small stature is like the origin. I, the I trust. <laughs> <laughs> the origin, like because of my small stature, I've always like been bullied. But then you know, you just there's a way. Even during my screening for VP, that's the same thing Dr. Dangana pointed that you're small. How do you think about going to listen to you because of your size? And that thing always turns me off. So like. All my life, because of that thing, I'll be like all these other people. Is it that there's something about their personality that I need to adopt? In secondary school, there's this particular girl I like the way for this week. I want to be this person. The next week, it, it took a lot of time. Mm-hmm. I knew who I was, right? But then I also still wanted to be other people at the same time, and it doesn't work like that. Oh, yeah, like even when I won this post, I was like, Chile was one of the big reasons I like one of the reasons when I saw her that time. I was like, I'm going to be like Chile. I want to be like one of Bellu means who came with her, oh, the way she behaves, maybe yeah, she doesn't talk to her, I don't talk to too many people, but then, you understand, like, so I told myself that mm, when I come this closer, I'm going to, but then automatically, I just know myself, I'm not the kind of person that can be uptight for too long or keep my mouth shut, I like to talk to people, I like to smile, I like to laugh, so slowly but surely, you have to learn that. You mustn't, even though it's bits and pieces, don't pick from other people. You see what you like, doesn't relate to who I am, and then you continue from there. Wait, say something. Uh, what do you want me to say? Anybody says you want to say? No, I take your time. Any, any time, any time, we're here for you. Alright, you mm-hmm. said you remember Yeah, something. the second thing was that lockdown. Oh my god, I'm so grateful for yeah. lockdown. Yes, yeah, honestly. Because that lockdown, my goodness. I don't like to say it often, but that lockdown, eh, I made my first million. Are you serious? I've not made any other since then, but just like <laughs> <laughs> But like that lockdown, I was so productive. Um, I tried um, pop-up cards, like 3D pop-up cards, like when you open something pops up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I figured, I tried that out during lockdown, and I was just obsessed with paper mechanics. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm a crafty person normally, but mm-hmm. I don't really delve into like those things. And I was making a lot of crazy stuff in my room, like I... <laughs> My room is my safe space. I don't like yeah, to leave my room, room, you know. So like, I have I have my cardboard. I spent crazy money on paper, like from cardboard to wrapping papers, scissors, glue. Like I had every I had my whole workshop, and I actually took a course on YouTube on paper wow. mechanics. Wow. I ordered a book from um, Alibaba, AliExpress. Alibaba. <laughs> I was I was there. Like I was just and. I just love this thing and it was not good for the money that was the best part for me is if you can make money off a passion you're there yeah you know because like your dream what you want to do and the money is just coming it's not like like night you buy a dread nine to five god help me i don't i want to skip i don't want to ever i want to that. skip that part of 
life where nine to five you have to do nine to five before you're mm-mm. I just after school poof I'm like I know where I'm headed and like not if I, I can see but like I can see part of it you know and I'm still working towards that and like, after my school even if I have to serve after that I'm not sending anybody proposals like no god I beg I don't want to be sending see I don't even want to have a CV like let me just you understand so that lockdown I was just I just learned because you have so much time to reflect you're with yourself 24-7, your family, you're tired of them, they're tired of you, everybody's okay. now together, all the mom, mom and dad will go to work 9 to 9, 9 to 5, nobody's going anywhere, I'm going to be in that house, so like everyone just has time for themselves, so that lockdown was something I was really grateful for, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Okay, so, um, let's, let's take a break, okay, yeah, we said I, I, was, I said I was going to, I can't just pitch it in, I want it to be natural, so probably we do it at the end. Um, still on self-actualization, I think, yeah, pure authenticity, like, you're 100% yourself. Like, when Lala was saying she would pick things from people that she wants to be this person for the week, I didn't see that as a bad thing, per se, like, don't just lose yourself into, like, someone else's character, you know, like, have yourself at the back of your mind, like, pick the good things, leave out the bad, you know write your own story and like just pick out the best of people because yeah. it's okay to be inspired to admire yeah. you just need to you just need to draw the yeah. <laughs> you just need to draw you just need to know like um what's going to be good for you what's yeah. going to push you further in your journey and all of that and before i even came like in hostel when damulak asked me um where I was going because I was dressing up over there I didn't go that time like I have a podcast today and Abdul was also there and when I mentioned the topic self-discovery he was like is that not there? Well, how did you put it? Is that, is, that not, is that not GBT? I can't remember how Richard said it but what? like what he was trying to say like what he knows self-discovery is like sexuality yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, and I was like that that Little to yeah, he has it. <laughs> <laughs> he has something to do with self discovery, yes, but like it's not even a, a fraction, like yeah. it's part of it. But I that's, mean, that's if that's the first thing that that's comes to your mind, your mm-hmm. if that's the first thing that comes to your mind with self discovery, I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm really sorry for you. Okay, um, okay, um, I just wanted to buttress on what you said concerning what Lala said about oh, particularly like I want to be this person for this period and stuff. So like you know when we, we when some people write a story like a script, yeah? Some people go out and watch other movies and pick out like 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 they get their ideas from all those other movies. So it's just like what can I say? Oh, you can actually check out people's lifestyle to want to to want to do your own thing. It's just like but in all that, remember that whatever you are doing is not for. If both of you are not like going to the same place, mm-hmm. so in that race, you can pick a few things and use it to help your own self yeah. to forge your own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And another thing is, um, in your self-discovery journey, you need to know when you need to drop some people off. Uh-huh. Like in that self-discovery, you're like the driver. 
Mm-hmm. Some people will reach that but they are bust up in your life and they don't know. You need to open the door for them. Yeah. Okay. It's time to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. everyone has like a time to play. Some people have rules to play in your life for the longest time. Like your parents, for example, they, they can be in your life for a very long time. But he just needs to know when what happened. <laughs> Not even. Did I say something? Okay. He just needs to know when that like, okay, um some people say just Greet and be gone. It's yeah. not everyone that you want to yeah. um, make your, your, your acquaintance friend, yeah. or even your friend. Like, see finish. Like I just said earlier, yeah. you just attract so much see finish. So, just you know, know when people. Just know when people like their time in your life. Know when it's due, and like, it's okay to move on. Yeah. Don't dwell on oh, my to. secondary school friends. Mm-hmm. I only talk to like two of them. This university, they say, Mm-mm. like. They could have done better, you could have done better. So I'm not saying don't hold on to relationships, but like sometimes you just need to let go because you know where you're heading. And you know that these people have nothing to offer you to help you aid your journey. So Yeah. I think because people know I'm really nice, like I'm a really nice person. They like letting like, me granted. So there was this right from primary school shop or right from childhood. There's this particular girl in my what is it called? On my campus I was in the same course. Oh my god. I'm so glad we're gone, like mm-hmm. we're separated. Like it was just a little thing that just got apart. Cause, um, when you need my help, I think I'm always there for you to support you and mm-hmm. everything. But her, she doesn't. I just think that oh, this person is not adding anything to my life. I'm just the one doing everything. Sometimes she shout at me. I'm this kind of person. That when you're shouting at me, I'll just be looking at you. Cause I'm not a physical. I, no, I'm not a workplace. I'm a physical fighter. Mm-hmm. I'll blow you off. <laughs> Do you get? Yeah. So like she's always talking about because you cannot beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why I'm here. <laughs> you can't beat somebody's child. Yeah. So just like, I'm just like, you know what? Be going. Bye bye. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing it again. Like I need, I need to then to grow up. That oh, another thing is not everybody that that I should help because mm-hmm. yeah. if. I help them and I need their help. They will not. They, they, may, they might not give me that same energy. Mm-hmm. Like, but like still that shouldn't that, be a driving force. Exactly. That's like, not that be my driving force. I'm not saying that. I know. I think it was even another that I was even talking to us that symposium. She was talking about or was it one of the twelve yeah, exactly. And she was okay. like, um, when you do things as a leader, don't expect anything back. Don't expect oh, to be appreciated and mm-hmm. just have that in the back of your mind. But at the same time, so when you stand for certain people like so much. And you know it's not reciprocated. Sometimes they actually just need to like back up a bit. Have to say bye bye. <laughs> bye bye. Yeah. So um, challenges with self discovery. Mm. Let me first ask you guys: Have you had any particular challenge in this this journey that we're all in? Mm. I mean, most of the things you said are particularly challenges. Uh, uh, so yeah. Okay. Or oh, you want us to no, say no, no. more? No, just say anything. If it's even something I had in mind, I'll just read it out. Talk. I think the challenge I had with self-discovery was the being boys part. Mm-hmm. It got to a point I was very conflicted. I started to look at things like, oh, okay, am I actually gay or this is just how I am? Is it possible for a girl to be this boyish mm-hmm. and be comfortable about it? Or I'm just being extra. Should I do this? Should I do that? Do I need to buy more feminine clothes? 
I think Bangkok really helped me with that one. Mm-hmm. But even even though I can still love a lot of boyish looks. Yeah. I mean, she's my cousin. She knows. She's, she's she's like, she's like, a lot of stuff. <laughs> you know. But that I think yeah, that was my biggest challenge in self discovery. I had to. I was very conflicted at some point. That's why I said that Jackie Perry's book mm-hmm. came in in handy for me. Okay, let me say one before anyone upbringing. Like there's so many dysfunctional homes, and um, it really just delays that journey for you. Sure. And sometimes you might not even be able to like go forward until you take yourself out of that household mm-hmm. because so much toxicity. <laughs> this word. Toxicity. So I much toxicity. I'm waiting for that thing. <laughs> <laughs> so much toxicity. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm this. You see this episode? I will get it. Exist. Okay. So much toxicity. Exactly. Wow. Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> you know, and um, sounds like your life. Shut up. And um, you can't. You just. You won't be able to do. Like it's so limited. Some households there. God help some people. Like God is really your strength because they cannot do so many things. Like everything is just like stronghold here, stronghold there. Yeah. They are not moving and. They don't even see themselves leaving that place anytime soon. So, like, dysfunctional homes are really something. And, like, it's still, like, bad parenting also delays your um, self discovery journey. You have parents that, like, enforce career paths on kids. Mm. And, like, that is a big, is a big blow. <laughs> because so many people don't know their selves. Or, like, they find out halfway through their university life when they're, like, in 300 level and they're like, wait, though, I'm depressed. I'm depressed. I don't this this law, no shit to you are there. Wow. This this law I don't see myself uh, actually I don't want to advocate for anybody. Go to jail if you're kids. Like this is not my and like but parents just I don't even know. They just enforce career paths to on kids and then when the like the child eventually realizes that this is not where I want to be, then it's like a disappointment. Mm. I've spent so much money, a waste of my investment, and I'm like, anyways, it's gonna be okay. Yeah. When I was saying something about him um, living up to name, so yeah, my mom is a lawyer, or should I say, esquire? I don't know. Yeah, and she's an advocate, like someone that a defense counsel mm-hmm. or sorry, prosecuting counsel. She wants to take government. So I told my dad, in 2011, when we were doing this, there was this particular course, Nigerian Legal System. Mm-mm. I was so depressed. I was just depressed in 2011. So I told my dad that I want to be a solicitor. I don't want to be an advocate for anybody. And he was like, no, that I cannot do that. That what do I mean by that, that solicitor will not give me and so so much fame that being an advocate like like once you win ten cases like in a row you know how you be celebrated mm-hmm. things like that and I was like no <laughs> I'm good with paperwork sir yeah, yeah. but it was like we'll see about it <laughs> <laughs> something okay I actually want to say something you, you see everything like we keep saying always goes back to parents and why I feel Nigerian parents have to remove that ideology of which job brings more money? Yeah. Like I mean, um, if you're doing something that's depressing that's, you, there's no fulfillment there. Honestly, then you stop. Mm-hmm. Do you get? Like if I'm doing something that I really like, like I'm doing public health because naturally I'm, I'm like an artistic person. I can say I'm a polymath. I can do anything, right? 
But then science is something that no one is born with science in their brain now. We learn it. So I told myself, okay, art is already there. It's something I can always develop later. Do you get? Mm -hmm. So I said, let me go and do a science course because I'm book smart. Do you get? But then I wanted to do medicine for the longest time. And then there was this when I got to the SS, SS something. I'm like, hey, this medicine is like, we know mm -hmm. going to do this thing. Do you get this kind of thing? And then when I came to Bangkok, because the department was full, they gave me public health. Right, yes. and then they were like, I can come back and change that. When I saw four years, six years, I was like, let me take the four years. Mm -hmm. And then, funny enough, I just realized that public health is better for me, yes, because honestly. it has public speaking, and I'm very good at public yeah. speaking. So, it's an aspect that I just need to find. I'm still doing health science, you know, everything. Mm -hmm. everything I want in mm -hmm. one. And it was like, God actually did it for yeah. me. My mom is like, It's not good, it's just the same. <laughs> but actually, my parents support everything I want mm. to do, support all my dreams. Mm. Like when I told them I got public health, they were like, Read about it, learn about it. And I realized I actually like it. Mm -hmm. So I just want parents to stop using that money thing mm -hmm. to drive them. I think like, it's, a, it's a moment like this. I actually appreciate my parents so much. They never for once give us a choice. Mm. My dad will ask choice. They never, they never, they never chose for us. They'll ask you straight up. Oh, you're going to university. What do you want to study? Where do you want to do it? And what do you want to achieve when you're done with your university? Where do you want to go? There was the only person that had conflict in choosing a course to study was my younger brother. And the only thing my mom did to aid this decision was, oh, you're good at this. Do you want to consider doing this mm -hmm. because it all works together yeah, yeah. i mean my parents are doctors my dad is an ENC soldier my mom is a veterinary doctor but they never for once first met in us they just let us do our thing and explore our chances my brother was very good with electricity i was good with nothing actually <laughs> <laughs> Mm -hmm. No, um, sorry, I was, I was good with cooking. Culinary yeah, school. So. <laughs> um, like oh, my dad, that. in my family, my, my direct family, I'm the only person in the science field. My dad is a lawyer, my mom, I think she studied mass com. I don't, I don't, anyways. You don't know? Well, I think it was business admin. I don't I see, I don't know if it was in like art. <laughs> mm -hmm. So like, I'm the first, my brother, um, commercial, my sister, um, art as well. And my younger sister is also heading towards art. So for me, it was like, ah, oh, finally some diversity in the house. But at first, my dad, on my sister, she my elder sister, he wanted to like put law on her, like do law, cause, you know, I don't know, lawyers, they don't want it to end with them, I don't know. But like, yeah, Russia, like, there's always a family mm -hmm. legacy. One, wanted my sister to do law, and she didn't want to do the law. Then I was like, okay, my brother, okay, not law for you, maybe do you do engineering. There's money in that engineering, you know. So my dad was, he was always that, you were like always trying to like that um, put your career path for you not like true but indirectly is manipulation in my opinion <laughs> you know but when it got to my turn i was very outspoken like see don't try to like i've seen what you've done with my two older siblings don't try with me oh i want to study medicine and don't i know engineering is the word is a tech leave me please it's medicine that me i want to do and for the longest time it was medicine but you know, I had so many mm. challenges. I was actually in the Federal University before Babcock. Yeah. So, and when that whole delay and then the lockdown, and then when I finally got anatomy, and I was like, like, really, like I said, mm. four, six, I was like, okay, this one is short about, let me, I want to transfer. But like, first year, second year, and I was seeing, like, mm. this medicine up front. I was like, 
God, this is not what I want to do. <laughs> I don't. It's not. I, I, I want. A lot to. of people actually think. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Go on. I, I just wanted to say a lot of people think they want to study medicine until they see medicine. Mm. I'm like, let me not even get into. But something that I think causes this is the lack of counselling in secondary schools. Mm-hmm. Like we need actual counsellors to talk to kids and like explain to them what they're going to experience because I can't understand how in my two hundred level the first time they showed us cadavers, two girls fainted. <laughs> and upon a restoration as I was saying one changed course. So what were you well, expecting? So you right? yeah, exactly. I'm, not, I'm not joking. This one change because I'm like how ignorant were you on your own life like, you that you don't know, know that you're going to have to deal with these kind of things? Okay, medicine, well, after life, not death, and I'm like, dealing with death, but it's understandable. But mm-hmm. I mean, you're still going to do so many, you're going to see blood, you're going to dissect, you're going to have to deal at least once in your life, except by God's grace, you're going to lose patience, you know. Mm-hmm. And like, all these things are not under your control. Well, I was seeing this thing, and I realized that you cannot separate surgery from medicine. No. When you are done, you can choose to specialize in something like yeah. say bye But like that journey, you will not escape it. And I was like, Mm-mm. why put myself through this thing where I know where I want to be? Mm. Because for me, it was either pediatrics or psychiatry. <laughs> we'll have to split it. We're rounding up, shall we? Almost done. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was either pediatrics or psychiatry. And what people need to understand is medicine, fine. Maybe you want to help people. It doesn't have to be through medicine. Sure. There are so many ways you can help people. So when I was like, this for um, pediatrics, I'd have to go with the medicine. My other option, psychiatry. So I did some research and I was like, okay, psychiatry, psychology. They are like very similar. Mm-hmm. Is there a way? And I realized that I can actually, with this pre-med course, I can master into psychology straight or like through some... When I come I can actually master in psychiatry and I'm like, this is what I want to do because this medicine is not for me and if I go through it, it's, I'll now be like, oh, I wasted medicine like, I don't want to be that person that will be like, I wasted so, so time of my life exactly and so much money is going to go into it I'm like, mm-mm if I know I'm not in for it, like, let me not dabble into it and say, you will say, no knowledge is wasted see, no knowledge is wasted no knowledge is wasted Exactly. Sometimes funds are wasted, you exactly. know. Time. So I'm time. So I I don't I don't have that time to waste. So I just like Lala said to me. I'm, I, I always think like okay, it's God that didn't give me that medicine direct because mm-hmm. I'll now see it and like oh I can't finish it mm-hmm. and I don't want to drag myself to like finish something that I know that I'm not in. Mm-mm. I really mm-hmm. want to see mm-hmm. myself there. So let me just since because of time, let me just run through some other things here. There's religion. Like there's so much, so much stronghold religion has like so much limitation like so many things are not acceptable uh, anyways <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I told you my mom is a religious fanatic right yes you've mm-hmm. told me that and then bad influence like bad influence is going to delay your self-discovery journey like i said mm-hmm. earlier you need to drop some people off like at some point yeah. in your life and just you know just <laughs> Recycle the they people need to leave. Yeah, they need to leave. I feel like one thing about bad influence is, um, how do I put it? You actually know this person is a bad influence to you. But is your mindset and also your, should I say, your determination. Because uh-huh. um, if you meet someone and you guys have one or two conversations or have like, 
um, one or two things to do together, whatsoever. You will be able to, most times you get to detect if this person is good for you or is not good for you. Exactly. So it depends on your mind. If you want to still flow with that person yeah. or not. Because yeah. I remember sometimes in my secondary school, I was in this, yeah, some of my guys had this kick shot. I joined them and everybody was like, guy, why are you doing this thing? Why are you doing this thing? In my head, I was like, don't worry, it will not affect me. It did. And I saw it from the beginning that it was going to affect me, but like, I was just stubborn. And I had the opportunity to step out, but like, I did not. So I feel like, bro, once you realize it that, okay, this place is going to fuck with my. My future was whatsoever, mm-hmm. just, just, just deep. What flags, if you can't yeah. control it? If and like, another thing about people, they like to, they like to, I don't even know, is it condescending? I don't know the word. I don't know the word, sorry. I don't know the word, but they like to indulge some. They like to force people to do yeah. what they do. And um, they are always looking like, oh, he, he does this, but he also has this part. And they're trying to like justify the bad influence with mm-hmm. one or two a day. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. It's the truth. It's the truth. This person is. We're praying about this. They're like, yeah, but he does this. You know, he's not all bad. But yeah, that part, that bad is going that bad to. That is enough. Is enough. No. That's calm. Cal- I feel like, but what my what my dad used to tell me is that, like, but that boy said this. If you do that, it's not good. That one thing that mm, that is bad, yeah, has spoiled everything. So, are so, the so, guys are the truth. So there's no way. There's no way. What's what's the thing? About? It's either your influence or your influence. Exactly. exactly. And if you're in a clique where everybody's bad and you're the only good one, there's no way. Ah, 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 that's another thing about your friends. Your friends, the people, the people, um, the set of people, other people see you. Mm-hmm. They tell me what people think about you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so bad influence or not, if they see you with a bad person, they will tag you with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. So it's almost the same thing as how people say, "Oh, Sas carry them or one of your guys." If two of you are proper, like there's no, they can't carry anybody. But if one of you is already having an issue, mm-hmm. then they could drop on that soon. Carry everybody because they on the same feather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, I think those are like all the challenges I have and I, in between the episode we like said some things. Yeah. So and um we can't end without like focusing on like things that can help. Mm-hmm. So like if we're going to punch we have to like offer solution. Mm-hmm. And for me one solution I'll offer is try rebellion. Mm. Like sometimes you need to rebel to find out who you are. Yes, like you, you need to like take yourself out of your comfort zone and like okay. do what is not mm. exactly in quotes pardonable. Mm-hmm. It will help you figure out yeah, for yourself. Like because me. I know there was one time in my life in secondary school. Uh, I started jumping balls at like 15. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I started jumping balls at 15 and in my house, my house is like my. My household there, like where I'm, where I'm from, like my dad is very protective. He doesn't like I'm that typical Rapunzel locks in the castle type of household. Mm-hmm. You don't go out. You don't. You know who is your neighbor? You don't know anybody. So it's just when church back. Yeah. That, that is it. Or if mm-hmm. let's say he he won a lottery and then he want, want to go out or. Let's say one family friend came and then the children want to show you thank them. So like oh, we don't yeah. need to leave. But at one point in my life I was like, I actually want to see what is out there. Mm-hmm. So like I won't say they will caution but like rebel. That is yeah. just something I'm going to like. Uh, if you okay. 
if if it's something that you feel would would like gets you somewhere, like just try it out. <laughs> but I have caution. Be careful, though. Mm-hmm. But like. <laughs> If you say this podcast allowed it to enter while please, 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 I know they. Okay, so what I wanted to say is, um, you should also don't suppress your instincts. Mm-hmm. I mean, trust your thoughts. Exactly. Like what I want to say is, like, personally, there are lots of things that shape your personality, but you never know if you keep trying to hold it back in. Like, for example, um, what do I? I'm a very social person. If you saw me. All my life, I'm a very social person, you guess. But then I got to Babcock and then responsibilities made me quite humble, made me quite introverted, you guess. And even, I think I was discussing it all at one time. And I was like, I feel like sometimes I'm not as social as I want to be. I'm like, it's like this responsibility, this heavy is the crown. I mean, heavy is the head that weighs the crown. has already decided to, you know, make me less social. So I feel there are some things I want to say. Think or always think before you talk. But there are some things that you want to say that they are not bad. Just free yourself. Yeah. Stop trying to put yourself in a cage. You're just caging who you truly are, mm-hmm. your personality. Free yourself. If you want to say it, say it. Down the consequences sometimes. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. If someone is upsetting you, say how you feel. Mm-hmm. Just don't suppress who you are. <laughs> say how you feel now. <laughs> how many hey. things are we tapped? Have you shaking your tail? Hey. I like how this is the learning process for you. Don't you worry, I'll yeah. everything. Yeah. So basically, I'm just don't suppress your instincts. Your instincts are who you are. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody is born like when we learn in psychology, you have the id, the ego, and the super ego. Yep. The id is your like your basic instincts but yeah. you still have the ego to like control it mm-hmm. and everything don't do too much of everything but then there are some things that make you you that if you suppress you'll never find out who you are very true other things like we've already said during the, this episode like try different habits drop different habits true. Yeah. and for me something like that i tried for a while was like journaling like writing oh, yeah. Writing, writing saved my life. That's because for the good. longest time growing up, I couldn't communicate properly. I love until now. If you listen closely, my voice is very flexible. I can sound this certain way one time, and then another time I'm sounding one kind of way. And that was because <coughs> growing up, I used to cry a lot. I, I was always yeah, crying. Yeah, so yeah. like after everything, I'll just go and like I'll write all my thoughts as a kid. And like nobody taught me how to write. I'll just write everything that was in my head, and like it helps me communicate better. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you would enjoy me better if i text but like as of recent i'm learning how to like speak better exactly. and everything and you can you can tell that my, my I, have, I have a very like huge voice mm-hmm. but you can still hear the brokenness in it sometimes like yeah. it's just really cracked and that was because ugh, i was always crying so like journaling will help you like just sometimes write write your thoughts and then go back to it and like you see some things that unconsciously you, you have just penned it yes. down you know and you just figure that for yourself and you can try like have a diary if you're having mm-hmm. problems with yourself it's probably like just talk to yourself like meditate like try so many things and i don't know you just you just find yourself in a better place mm-hmm. so um i think i think that's all we have so um if you have any questions reach out to us like um we have our instagram if there are direct questions like any person you can ask their social media has been in the link already, but yeah. you know, just on this journey, take your time. Mm. You know, as long as you're actually doing something, take your time. There's no rush. So you put my social media out there. Is that what you say? With your permission, of course. Oh, okay. 
better. Mm-hmm. Like what she said, I just want to say, actually take your time. Nobody's in a hurry. This generation, everyone yeah, wants to make money. Fast money. Mm-hmm. Please don't. don't make that kind of You'll money. Crash. Some people are born into rich families. Some people are doing a share work. Mm-hmm. Some people are doing ritual. You never know what the source of someone's wealth is. So don't be in a hurry. Don't yeah, try to be like somebody exactly. too much. So when you wear their shoes, prove yourself. So you not yeah. carry it. Do you get like so people actually end up making their like become like you see someone like Morgan Freeman. I heard that for the longest time. I think he was in his into his sixties, at least fifties, that he became mm-hmm. a very world renowned actor. So your time can be any any time. Just relax yeah, like and wait on God. Okay. Yes, yeah. we, we all pray for long life, but at the same time, work actively into like. Because you don't know how how much time, time you actually you have. have. So whilst you're taking your time, also have in mind that you you have you have so much potential to unlock. So the more you unlock, the more time you have to find other things. And that's why I just say like explore. Like this this the world is really beautiful. Don't yeah. don't be sorry for yourself. Don't move because everybody's going to move on. Like yeah. like I said earlier, like I lost I lost someone that was dear to me and. And I found out today, but like whilst I I mourned him in my own way, mm-hmm. everyone is going to move on. I'm going to move on. I'm not going to say okay, um, one week of my life is going to go into mourning this guy. We're all going to move on. So just be on that journey for yourself. Don't do it for any person. Mm-hmm. So that's just it, though. Yeah. So thank you for listening to this episode. I don't know. I've been trying to put a time constraint on this podcast, but it's not working out. And I see some podcast three hours, so I'm actually trying here. You know, it's not. It's not long, and it's not boring. Is it boring? <laughs> so actually, try. So if you listen to this, I'll I'll have to split this episode in two. But like, if you listen to this part, um, just I'm really grateful. And um, we have more to come. Like yeah. there's so many beautiful minds here in this room, mm-hmm. and some of them, by God's grace, they'll be back for some of different course. things. So, thank you once again. We have merch, so please, if come you want to bye. try our podcast merch, we have so many things. Just check check out our Instagram, and um, like I said, I'll drop their handles. They're all beautiful people here. Oh. Hmm. I won't say whether they're single or not, but try. It's part of your discovery, you know. Mm-hmm. If they break your heart, grow wow. stronger. I can just say it now in case my boyfriend is it. Babe, if you can hear me, call wow. me. Call me on the cell phone, babe. So, yeah, yeah. thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The babe that will come to the So, like I said in the beginning, we're going to have like 30 seconds silence for Raman. So, I think let's just observe that now. Man's father was to shoot that is how we roll. I can't believe that part.